This is the John Lucas Reyes of the MWO and the head of creative services for the Major E Wrestling Federation, JPE, Jonathan Presley Edge. And it's coming tornadoes everywhere because you're listening to the Major World Order Podcast. And it doesn't matter what Jake says. I'm 21 now. He's getting drunk in Orlando. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new early morning edition of the Major World Order, where to you, the time actually doesn't really matter, but to us, bear with us, we'll we'll make it through. We're just up very early trying to make it through, and uh, anyway, I'm one of your hosts, and according to the Live 14 J. George edit, I'm Billy Silverpeck, <laughs> and... Um, Sexy. With us is with me something like that. Hussmar, <laughs> aka the Major Market, aka Handsome Hussmar, aka Heartbreak Hussmar, aka the one who helps us secure the win in the MEWF Triple Tag Team Threat Match. And also with us is the Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the Major Mad Hatter, and. Uh, yeah, Husfar did uh, secure the pin, but I cleared the ring. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes, baby. he did. You know, and listen. Teamwork, baby. Uh, big Jake Boski. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Um, I, I do have a few things to say about MWF. Um, I did I did get a chance to watch the pay-per-view yesterday, and I already knew that, that was going to happen. So um, I just want to, you know, give a congratulations to the losers. Um, yeah. Uh, Steve Believe and that Jabroni. Can't remember his name. Um, then there was uh, those guys that were had a bunch of paint on their face. Uh, yeah. What was what was their names? Ryan that Fake doesn't go. To, Ryan that doesn't go to the gym and uh, Ryan who gives a buck. No, no. Rob. And then, Ro- 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 Roger. Rob. Get, Rob, Rob Shuck. Rob Shuck. Gosh, Rob all shucks. Oh, shucks. Rob shucks. Sorry guys, you lost to the MWO. <laughs> Especially after everyone beat the shit out of me, every yeah. single person, and look at what happened. I came and, back, and that was the plan the whole time. Yeah, you know? yep. um, hey, Aaron I, Ortiz, I, great job uh, yep. with the um, with the commentary. You know, it's fantastic. And did you guys see the commercial for the new shirt? Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yep. There's uh, okay. So look, you know, we we kind of talk about this a little bit, and some of you still may be going, what? are you talking about so um joey hudson and jonathan presley edge started this uh major e-wrestling federation and basically what that is is if you uh uh hey if you're a you know like an active major mark and you want another way to uh hang out and be creative to a certain degree they um put together uh, video game 
yeah. you know, uh, WWE, WWE 2K22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you can be part of the roster. You yeah. create your character or, you know, you can work something out to have one made. But, um, you know, it's you, you work as a major mark uh, and you can be put into these feuds and you can do like your own video promos and stuff and um it's a lot of fun and and right now you know like uh we're talking about there's a a tag tournament going on to crown the first me wf tag team champions and uh we were in the uh third match of like the first round basically Mm -hmm. and uh yeah you know we've been having fun and goofing around but you know and 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 ryan we're we're going for the gold pal uh you know steve believe and nicholas pritchard yeah um you know it's it's been a lot of fun and yeah uh you know we won um you know i i just had my my uh hip surgery well, you know, my 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 real life in ring debut happened and uh you know with PWP and I sustained some injuries so I wasn't able to be in the match when technically it's you can't have <laughs> three people in it. It's like the video game only lets you do so much. Um there's no no option for like triple threat matches in that. Well, yeah, there are, but like not like in a triple a, threat tag team. Yeah, you can't do it like that. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, you know, and like at that point, like I'm sure you probably can't even have a manager because well, there's nine do, people in the ring. You could probably do a six man tag. You know, oh, three sure. versus three, but yeah, you're. I don't. There's no way you can do a triple threat. Right. That's so too much. you know, I just I went back to the back and watched my boys take care of things, and so That's far. Sweet. Things are good, yeah. and uh, oh, they're going to be great. They're, they're going to be golden. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, that that's a lot of fun. And and during that, there was an announcement that yes, um, there is an exclusive Major World Order shirt that you can only get at me-wf.com. Um, and did uh, you see that jacket? I did. Oh yeah, yeah. They're uh. Yeah, in fact, uh, yeah, there it is. There's that jacket. They're right there. they're rocking it with the me um, WF stuff going on. Why, where's our MWO jacket? Well, I mean, we need that. We need that with the might MWO have already kind of started to spray talk paint it over it. But I was gonna surprise you guys. What? What? There's it. it, it Employees it, only, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? We'll we'll see. We'll figure it all out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Anyway, um, no, it's it's been a That's lot cool. of fun over there, and you can also like they have a site where you can get like your own uh, character shirts made. So, um, something to to look mm-hmm. into. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, um, let's try not to waste a whole lot more time. Let's talk about uh, our our sponsor, Workhorse Fitness, and get into this. Are you ready to start your major fitness challenge but don't know what supplements to take? Well, the Major World Order has the answer for you. Workhorse Fitness. Not only does Workhorse Fitness have pre-workout, BCAAs, and ISO whey protein, they also have greens, melting point fat burner, and active wear. So you can look great while lifting weights. Use code MWO10 at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. So visit WorkhorseFitness.com and remember to use code MWO10 to save 10%. 
So Workhorse Fitness has the supplements that you need for all your major fitness challenge needs. Make sure you stop by workhorsefitness.com and pick up your pre-workout, your BCAAs, your ISO whey protein, fat burners, active wear, everything you need for your major fitness challenge. And don't forget to use code MWO10 at checkout to save yourself 10%. Yep, definitely want to thank Workhorse Fitness and, yes. you know, uh, TJ Wilson for being willing to uh, work with us and yeah, absolutely and uh, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool of them. Pretty dang all right. Cool, well, pretty dang cool, man. Um, we've wasted enough time. Let's go ahead and bring our guest on. Please welcome Matt Norris to the Major World Order. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Good. Welcome. By the way, this is my favorite. Oh, I can't see it. Is there like I can't show it to you. I was gonna show you. It's, my, it's, the, lime, it's the lime green MWO shirt. That's that's my favorite one. So I bought that, and oh. you know, I always like to go out in public with shirts that my wife go, "What the hell are you wearing?" <laughs> I say, and, and then I just don't tell her. And was that the? Uh, is that the the, the last Owen Baltimore Anderson? One? It's got like the lobster on the, the bottom of it. Oh, oh yeah, that uh, one. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baltimore. yeah, yeah. yeah I like that one. I know. it was good. So. Awesome. Well, I remember you. when we were uh, designing that, we had a couple of different ideas. We were kind of messing around. We were moving the lobsters all around. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Anything that maybe Jimmy's will give you 20% off, man. Hell yeah. That's awesome. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny when I, um, Matt, when I first joined the group, um, I saw your name and I, I grew up with a Matt Norris. So I was like, oh, like. <laughs> Someone from my girlfriend said this group, and I'm like, oh, it's, you know. It's Sorry to let you down, man. No, it's okay. No, yeah. He's like, you're I way found, cooler. I found out that you uh, you are are something else that yeah. I, you know, am a big uh, follower of. So we'll yeah. talk about that later. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it was funny at first, like when I first heard your podcast, I was like, "Are we really? Are we getting so meta now that we're doing podcast to podcast?" <laughs> I was like, "I said, well, damn, it's good though." So I was like, "So I, I started oh, really enjoying well, it." Oh, thanks, man. We appreciate yeah, that. that's that's the the sometimes I think the misconception, you know, uh, yeah. and and it's fine, it's no big deal, but like, yeah, when you just like kind of like loosely put it out there, oh, it's a podcast about the podcast, but really, like we kind of barely even talk about the podcast. Like we talk about events that happen around things, but it's mostly just getting to know the community, which, Mm -hmm. which is the cool thing about a very strong part of this podcast. I I, I love the podcast and stuff, but like I, I, the community just cracked me up. Like at first it's just like, everybody's just, it's basically the early days. It's just like everybody came in, like they knew each other and like yeah. friendly and like very supportive. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not now; it's just bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's just I was just always been fascinated. Like, to, like my, my wife would go to work. What group are you in? And I'm like, well, you know how we know Matt Cardona indirectly. Yeah, she goes. Yeah, well, she knows him as Zach. And then I go, yeah, because she uh, she did artwork for him. And then oh, I was like, oh, cool. well, we met that way. And then he has a podcast. And then we, there's a bunch of cool people talk about the podcast. And at that point, she stops listening to me. Just wants something. But, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but she was very supportive. I can talk about the other stuff about Audrey later. But she, I mean, she loves it now. I mean, oh, she'll listen cool. to it, but she loves how great the people are. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, that was the biggest thing. Like, you know, you, those, like you said, those early days, you hear about tugboat guy or earring <laughs> mulligan or yeah. you know cisco or matt's cousin sis uh cisco. <laughs> got me with cisco matt's cousin john gravina he's gonna <laughs> it was a mess uh, yeah. but anyway like you know you always hear these names pop up and right. 
you kind of like you see him in the group and you start to kind of get to know him a little bit and whatever and but like it it's weird to refer to you know people as characters but like these characters kept being brought up all the time and it's like how do you how do you get to know him more who is this guy boom <laughs> let's do that yeah so yeah, um, we already had like a really good chemistry just as friends and we mm-hmm. were talking every day anyway so we just kind of had this little idea like well let's just you know make a podcast yeah, about podcasts and hang out and people yeah. getting to know each other let's yes, put let's a, a to voice them. to the the yeah. typey type i've always felt that there was like a, like wrestling like no one well at least not me in my childhood like i had a when i was in middle school i had like a core group of friends like we used to pre- pretend to be the four horsemen and yes. like like jump other people in the, mind you we were small and everybody so it was just really funny they would just run up and put people in figure four leg locks <laughs> I would, I would my dad looks like Art Anderson, so that's who I always pick. You know, oh, that's like, awesome. uh, but anyway, um, but I didn't talk about wrestling much in high school. Like I watched it still, but I wouldn't walk around going, Oh man, that is great. You know, so like it's kind of cool to find a community where everybody and I think that's cool about being supportive, is that mm. I'm sure everybody went to a point where somebody goes, You watch that crap? Oh uh, yeah. Like that stuff. So it's cool to be around a bunch of people that's pretty, yeah. uh, not to use a cliche safe space, but you know what I mean? But like you, you can be yourself. You can just, just, yeah. yeah. Without somebody going like you spend without being months. judged, yeah, yeah, like you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of funny too. Like, I don't know that we've ever really talked about that, but you know, just like like you were saying with the, you know, you always had someone be like, "Oh, you watch that? Don't you know it's fake and all that?" Like now, I mean, we all know this, but man, imagine you know, Jake, you've said it so many times. You just walk down the toy aisle and be like, just nobody even be in the aisle, but out loud, you'd be like, hmm, I think my nephew would maybe like this right. one. Right. And like, you're so you're like hiding toys and the fact that you like wrestling. Like, it's right. like two points against you. You yeah. know, and... Yeah, son, sons are awesome for that, by the way. Like, you know, like, <laughs> my son does not really... Now, he likes some wrestling, but... uh Oh, He's man. more like boxing. I never boxing. thought about that. I could have adopted a kid. Yes. It would have been fine. <laughs> we'll walk the wrestling out. I'm like, Garrett, let's look at my toys, and then we'll go to the next stop of what you right. want. Legos. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, awesome. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just go ahead and, you know, get into those very basics and, mm-hmm. you know, what is that first memory that you had of, of wrestling? Um, my first memory of wrestling, I, I live outside of the Atlanta area, so – you know, WCW, NWA, kind of hotbed. But if you know the name Joe Pettacino, hmm. uh, who he is, he was part of the Global Wrestling Federation backing. But before then, he just hosted a show in Atlanta where he basically got the syndicated rights to like small wrestling companies all across the country back in the 80s, like Continental, USWA, World huh. And on huh. on Friday no Saturday night, he you would watch wrestling from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m., which I was too old for that, so I would just record yeah. it. VCR. I'm 48, so that tells you my age. So I would record it on a VCR for some of it. But he would just kind of like host it. And he did appear on WCW television several times. Uh, he just passed away recently, but Jim Ross was friends with him. But the guy and his wife just hosted. I mean, you could just watch like the old WCW or the NWA uh, syndicated shows before Nitro and just watch all these shows in a row. Like I remember seeing Cactus Jack and I guess it was USWA. I guess it's Eddie Gilbert. You know, oh, wow. oh, yeah. but like, but but being that I'm from the uh, Atlanta area, I, I was really more WCW NWA guy at first because mm-hmm. like I loved the the first pay per view I ever went to was actually a closed circuit broadcast. I went to Columbus, Georgia, with my friends in middle school, like or middle school, to watch um, 
the Starcade where uh, Flair re- reclaimed the title from Ron Garvin. And I remember that our row of people were the only people cheering for Ric Flair. Like everybody yeah. else, like the good guys. And we're just cheering for uh, Flair. So I remember going to that one. Uh, the first time I realized wrestling might be scripted, it was I walked into a McDonald's and Nikita Koloff was eating a Big Mac next to Chijo Khan, which would have been like one of Paul's <laughs> third tier guys. Like right. not even Manny Fernandez level. It was like, it was low tier. And they're like eating again. I'm like, they're not friends, you know, like, anyway, but like, um, so I grew up in that. I mean, I've, I've been, I love Dusty Rhodes. I would see, and he was just nice as it can be. Uh, I was sitting in the, uh, CNN center once, like in the, it was called the Omnis where the Lionel Hawks played and it's right next to the, they're connected to this, what's now the CNN center and Rick and the WCW offices are in there. So one day we're in there waiting for a Hawks game. And all of a sudden you just start hearing people wooing. And Ric Flair was walking through and like the whole place, which is like a mall set up, is just woo, like constantly like hundreds of moves. And I'm like, <laughs> as a wrestling fan at the time, I'm like, this is, this is, I've reached my cool Nirvana now. I just saw Ric Flair and Ric was just, you know, he was in character, you know, just, you know, like waving at everybody. But um, Atlanta area kind of was neat for that. Now yeah. I like it. It didn't, it took me a while to like find WWF because it was so, this is before cable really, or right when cable just started. So it like mm-hmm. hated like superstars. So that would be like mm-hmm. all like that. Right. And then, I mean, you could tell immediately that the production was better, but like I wasn't really the Hulk Hogan fan at first. I was, like I said, I was loyal to Ric Flair, I guess. Sure. Um, but, yeah. but, my, but I remember watching WrestleMania, I guess three when he, Randy Savage versus uh, Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat. Yeah. And I fell in love with Savage. And that's probably why I got more Savage figures than anybody. It's just like, I just like, I like the way he presented himself, and I like this. Yeah. Uh, to use a term now, he's very toyetic, even before yeah. he had. Yes. <laughs> definitely. And I did have the original LJN ring, and uh, like probably the first eight or ten guys. I remember. I, I, oh, I, I nice. remember doing those from, from Santa one year. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> now, to, um, now, being a, a Flair fan and having the um, the LJNs, did you like? turn anybody into like pretend it was rick flair oh you know? i i had honestly never thought about that until like matt Fernando mentioned it, that he did it and i started laughing i was like i'm not that creative i guess but like <laughs> at that age i was just wishing for i think i found some old rim rimco awa figures which weren't that great but i had he-man's i don't know i would just have matches with those guys and but um mainly didn't do that as much like i said i some people joke about going back in time to like, you know, save people like or do this. I, I've many times thought, man, if I went back in time, I would just go into WCW offices and convince them with that offer for merchandise like that guy did to WWF. Yeah. They just need somebody with brain cells right. to like take over all the marketing because they just wasted, squandered so much money. And, you know, <laughs> bad product alone, but they're, but they missed so much money out. In oh, this. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. We could have got a whole lot. More cooler stuff. If uh, <laughs> I'm, know, I'm not sure, my mom would have appreciated the like the bloody wrestlers and the right cage, but I would have liked it. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, you know, speaking of merchandising and figures and all that, what uh, what were your first wrestling figures? I know, like I said, I know I had the LGN ring, and I remember having whatever the first. I, in my head, I can remember Hogan and Iron Sheik and and. <laughs> Uh, Macho Man. I mean, that might have been the second. I remember Hillbilly Jim because, like, I don't know. But I used to do this weird thing with the guys. Like, I'd get tired of matches. Every once in a while, I'd want to do a battle royal with them. They're kind of bouncy. So I remember my buddy came up with this idea that you would just hold the the LGN figures and you would drop them into the ring. And if they (laughs) bounced out, they were eliminated. But if they stayed in, they made it to the next round. I remember we we did those – 
I guess we wanted more, not like that we were rigging it. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I remember that, but I definitely remember having the LGNs for a while. And I, you know, even much later when the Galoobs finally came out, I remember getting excited. I remember walking to an old Walmart or Kmart and seeing like Rick and Scott Stein. And I'm like, whoa. And then I like, I remember buying all those guys also. And then I went on a <laughs> real awesome. lapse of not buying figures for until I until I met like Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, and then like I, I rekindled my love for it and started going back and collecting again. Yeah. Uh, and awesome. Imagine like wanting to prove so bad. See, wrestling's not fake. Like, <laughs> not even figures are predetermined. Like, no, if he bounces out, he's he's out, whether well, I want him to win or not. Hillbilly Jim won a lot because he was solid for some reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I guess more than just the LJNs. Like, did you? move past that or so i did lgn i remember having hasbro too but i think i was less i was just getting them then but like i said i wish i could go back and tell myself keep these things kid because yeah. my, my mom would get rid of stuff because i was like the, i'm the oldest of three uh brothers and like when i went to college like there was a great pilferage in my room like uh, <laughs> i was really into star wars as a kid like star wars was my thing I had all, okay all the figures and then wrestling i watch wrestling and i guess because I was more of a WCW NWA guy when they didn't have as many figures. I I just stuck with the LGN, but I do remember having some Hasbro. And I said, then I, then I did win long about the Galoob WCW guys when they came right. out. I remember all that. And then, but then like I didn't, then I was stopped after about 16, 17 through college through like through about 20. I don't think I bought another figure until I happened to cross the four horseman four pack. Oh, the wow. WWE oh. release one time. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. Like elite. Yeah, like the Mattel one. I think it had Barry Windham in it. So yeah. I actually just literally just went through that yesterday. I had uh, it's Ric Flair, Barry Windham, Tully Blanchard, and Arn Anderson. Yeah. So so I saw that and that was like my childhood again. So I grabbed that four yeah. pack. And then I this is how long I was out of it. I remember staring at those Ghostbuster versions of the WWE Elite in a Walmart one day. And I was like, I had been collecting. I'd stopped before then. Yeah. Long time. And so I'm just staring at them going. God, if I buy all four of those, that's a lot of money, dude. If I like, I bought three rings. I like, like what I like now is like back then. I'm thinking spending eighty bucks on four oh, figures yeah. sound like a lot of money, and I was like, right. well, little did I know what I was about to fall back into. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I, yeah. I had other toys distract. Well, and I was yeah, I was gonna ask that. You said you liked Star Wars a lot, but was there was there anything else that you were getting well, at those times? At first as a child, I remember Star Wars. I remember going to the hospital when I was a kid. I had something wrong with me. And my parents weren't, my, I'll be honest, my, my, I didn't realize I was poor because my mom was very loving. But, like, I didn't get stuff for, unless it was my birthday or Christmas. And my birthday's in March. And Christmas is a long way away. So there's a drought. Mm. But I remember going to the hospital. I had to stay for three days. And she came back and had bought me the Millennium Falcon and, like, the Land Speeder. And I was, like, four at the time. So it's like 81, 82, I guess. Yeah. And something else, and I'm like, man, sick is awesome because like this, like I never got like big things like that. But right. after that, I just, I mean, I would just tell everybody. So I had like, I probably had all the original uh, first release figures besides the wow. melee thing. But like once they were pre-produced, and then I had probably yeah. Empire Strikes Back, and maybe some of the most of the Return of the Jedi. I had all those. Um, I just collected over time. You know, like I said, but like I said, my parents were like, we didn't have a lot of money, but like I had a lot of grandparents and stuff mm-hmm. and aunts and uncles. So they just all knew what I liked. So they would all like work together to make sure I got what I wanted. And then that's awesome. my my brother, younger me, like really got into He-Man. And I just like there were so many different characters. So like I remember like Moss Man looked kind of badass. And like yeah. so I him and I kind of that was the first time he's four years younger than me. And like it's like a brother relationship. Like we love each other, but like we don't talk about it that much, you know, but um, <laughs> we're adults. 
but like I remember us would bond over that. Like so, He Man were good during the childhood, and then I mean I played a lot of sports. I played baseball, tennis, football. Played football until I almost got killed in a in a freak uh, head in, head on injury. <laughs> that oh, I was like, yeah, I cracked my skull. I got a scar. It goes like from here to here. But I cracked my skull in football. Did you was, run into the goalpost or something? Two, we were in practice, and two guys were, were running a special teams drill. And like this is back when like coaches just didn't care about health. I guess right. because <laughs> we were going, and I kept if you played football, like I kept my lane because you know if you don't, like somebody might backtrack and whatever score. But the other guy just came across the field and he missed the, the running back, and his head wrenched full oh. speed in my head. So I, went, so I remember the coach going, "How many fingers you got up?" And I said, "A pinky and a thumb." And he goes, "Go back in the game." So I walk out and like can, nobody, nobody can cut. I, I remember like. Nobody in the field knew I, I mean, everybody in the field knew I was messed up. So I remember I just literally lined up at slot receiver and then I just kind of meandered like, like the slowest 40 time ever into the end zone, like a, like a, like the junk Yeti. Like I made it into the end zone and my, my friend who's the quarterback is looking everywhere. And then he looks at me and he kind of shrugs, like, I'm sorry. And he throws it to me. And I remember catching it. And then, uh, uh, but then later that day, I threw up, and my mom said she had read somewhere that you shouldn't throw up after a hand injury. So they had to drive me to like an hour to a hospital. They operated. I mean, I was fine after that, but you know, jeez. Uh, oh, but uh, I gave that gave my football days up. But I played baseball up till I was nineteen, and then uh, hmm. I burned out. And then uh, and five eleven and a half, not tall enough to play first, probably. You know, hmm. you can you tell your needed, throat, you needed like, that half inch just to get. You say that half inch, you know, you're not <laughs> six foot. Yeah, because you know you'll, you'll like always admit it, but. Um, <laughs> I used to tell people when I was like a little kid, I was, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, how tall are you now?" I'm like, "I'm like, oh, I'm like five feet." And I remember my mom; she's like, "You're not five feet." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm like four like eleven, four twelve, somewhere in there." You know. <laughs> Nowadays, we just tell about wrestling. I say, "Hey, it's a, it's it's the, it's the working weight, brother." That's you know, right, like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this may not be like how you encountered but like i i'm i'm very intrigued you keep saying like how you how you knew or how you met matt you know through some other yeah. stuff so I, I suppose like you know start with how you got to know you know yeah. matt and brian is wrestlers and then how yeah. it segue into other things so yeah. like um i've always liked to collect things you know like when i got older like as a kid i like to play but when at some point i just like that like I'm busy, like I teach or whatever, and I AP English and language, and I was in college. I like to collect things. And now sometimes it's like fishing to me. I like to catch and release. I just like the thrill of mm. going to get it. Sometimes mm. once I get it, I'm like, that was awesome. What's next? Anyway, so I Disney came out with these collectible figures that were all shaped like Mickey Mouse. They're called vinyl masons. So they would all have the same mold, but they would have different designs. Like they might paint oh, Donald yeah. on it, or they might paint the attraction like. Uh, uh, spaceship earth or peter pan's flight on it so you had a mold and they had to paint different designs on it and i was just fascinated by like i'm not artistic at all but i love creative people like i said i might have an idea but i can't make it my wife's really talented but i can't draw a straight line so <laughs> I, don't, I was fascinated by that and i decided to create a website for it and it got pretty big until disney sometimes when they decide to make more profit they'll just close a line they don't care if it was making money or not they just want to get their bonus and that's what they did with that and the disney infinity and I sold that website off, but I said, I want to do something. Now, by that time, I was Funko was really getting, they're coming bigger. It was like two, or it was like 12 years ago, 14 years ago. So I just made a Funko website called popvinyls.com. And I just, if I like something, I, I don't mind doing it. Like if I'm passionate, like if you, like if you don't see me posting about something, that means I just, I'm growing out of it. Mm -hmm. So 
so that's kind of how I met uh, Matt Cardona at the time, Zach Ryder to me. Um, I, I, we followed each other. I get, I know we, you know, he would ask me a question every once in a while about Funko. And this is back when he would say, I'm not collecting Funko. And, but, <laughs> but then all of a sudden one year, but I'll, but I'll have, but like I, I'm verified on Twitter and that's like the worst humble brag ever. I don't mean it that way, but he would ask me questions cause I didn't know people at, at the company and the Ghostbusters Funko pops were just announced and he was going to be somewhere obviously wrestling probably related, but he couldn't get to San Diego Comic-Con that year. Mm-hmm. I said, well, hold on. I'd send him a private message and said, hold on. I know the, I know the PR person and, and, and PR people love celebrities. So uh, I said, I didn't say that part to him, but I said, I can probably hook you up with her to um, get them. So I messaged the lady at the time. She's now the PR person for uh, Super 7. Her name is Yoko. Yoko. Oh, yes. yeah. Yoko, when I first met her when she was at Funko. And I said, okay. I said, hey, uh, this is a wrestler named Zack Ryder, and he can't go. And she goes, oh, we'll totally take care of him. So, like, um, he um, started talking to her. But we were just talking directly like that. He appreciated it. Like, my wife made him his first custom Funko Pop. Um, wow. Oh, cool. I, I could probably send you the photo. I can find it online later. But she made him a Funko Pop. And, like, she would mold stuff and add to it. Like, she made his Zack Ryder, like, pointy hair. Mm-hmm. And she That's cool. And then she made him one later on, like, a um, she she called it Ghostski. She put him in a Ghostbusters outfit and made him one. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. That's so this is cool. this was actually before. Obviously, he got his own one. But like like Matt's a good guy. Like, even though, even though like, I'm sure people sometimes like 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 oh, but like, you know, at heart, so like he sent his tickets. He gave us tickets. His, his comp tickets to a to a Monday Night Raw or, or a SmackDown oh, at, the, wow. at the Phillips Arena Atlanta. That's so, cool. So I took my wife, who because she, I mean, she was the one who did the drawing. I mean, art, mm-hmm. and, we, and I took my daughter at the time, who's it. It's funny. My daughter is, was like valedictorian, and she's at Georgetown University right now, pre med. But that girl loved her some wrestling mm-hmm. with me, like because she was a daddy. <laughs> she would watch wrestling with me. I, I mean, it's awesome. I took her to an NXT event once, and she dressed like Bailey. And I'm like, I just like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever it was. But we all went. and We had a good time. Yeah. And then after that. Zach and you know Yoko both kept talking, but what was cool though is that they both still remember that I'm the one who made the connection. Yeah. So after they made his first figure, both independently got Zach to sign that that limited edition 500 New York. I mean, whatever yeah, the, the, the green out. one. Yeah. And they yeah they both mailed them to me. Oh. And they both told me thank you. Hey Matt, we don't we we'll know we would have never met him if it wasn't for you. And, I, and this then, whole time you're talking about this, I'm like. You are indirectly the guy that got Matt a Funko Pop. Yeah, I mean, it was just like I just told them I was like, super seven. Super seven. Yeah. Well, this is like, to me, it's just like um, when you meet people that you can tell that are passionate about things and they want something. I don't look. I'm never like I always tell people. I'm never going to be the Ricky Morton of a tag team. I'm a damn pretty good Robert Gibson. Dog. Like I can be the back. Of, I can be the number two. I'm not the number one, but I like being a loyal number. I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to turn on nobody. Anymore. But uh, so like when I talk to Yoko about it, like she's cool. I still talk to her occasionally and other people, but Funko's got a little bit more corporate now. So, but mm, sure. at the time, I mean that's just what. But like I think Funko appreciated how or realized it at young at early on that his social media presence, no matter if he wasn't a champ or booked in terribly on you know like on wwe they knew that they were going to get some hits off of just his uh, like to the casual person with his new york comic con was released they're probably like why him okay mm-hmm. but in this case funko is like this guy has been great for us and we're going to reward him and this is from his area you know so right. so we talked about that so we've been so like at some point um i i think i realized there was a podcast about five or six episodes in so like I private messaged Matt, like I said, 
what about this podcast, man? He goes, oh, it's great. So I, just a little comment here and there, you know, and then I joined it. I'll be honest. Uh, I, I joined the group. And I was real quiet at first, which is not my norm, but like, you know, I didn't know anybody else, but like, it was just right. really cool to be in it. And I really didn't know Brian at all then. Okay. But um, I don't know. I always, I, I, for some reason, his character, Kurt Hawkins, I always perceived it, perceived that he would not be nice. And I don't know why I just made that assumption right. until I started like this interacting with him and, and even though i know matt longer indirectly i would like i'm on brian's side on this uh, you know like <laughs> but like if i want to i'll jump ahead a little bit but like this is just like i wanted to do it on their anniversary podcast but i missed it but like you know when my daughter almost died two years ago my youngest daughter she had had a, she was running a cross-country event at school heart stop if it wasn't for the nurse with a an aed she would have died like so the school nurse saved her like I'm traumatized, you know, like I didn't know what, sure. I didn't know PTSD was until that, because then like I had a friend recently just lose their son and it, I just broke yeah. down and I, did, I had compartmentalized it for so long, yeah. but I told people you don't get over it, but she's still here, you know, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, within I posted something in the group and I can't remember everybody, everybody was great. Like yeah. Aaron, I remember when Aaron Ortiz yeah. donated me money from that, from their little yard sale, but everybody did. I, mean, I won't say the amount, but within an hour, Brian, Brian, like PM to me and sent me an amount and says, dad to dad, take care. You know, like, you know, love, you know, like that. And then eventually, and I mean, not, not, not long afterwards. And then later on, like Matt did the same thing. And then Matt like posted about, let's help him out. Cause like in church at the time was trying not to pay things. It was like $208,000 at first. But, wow. Um, and then Mark Sterling did. And I was really appreciative. It's not like yeah. Mark was as well known back then, uh, you know, sure. you know so, I mean, obviously he shouldn't, you know, but, but it wasn't just them. It was just like everybody in the group. So like, right. yeah. so like at that point I just became like, you know what? It was a momentary time where we were like, like emotionally tra- traumatized, but then financially like really bad, but like we're coming out of it. Like we're kicked out, but it's like now I'll buy anything I have to, to show support back, you know, like, mm-hmm they get their figures or they put something on what not every once in a while if it's brian or mark a matt or mark i'll buy it just to yeah. like thank them back because i can't thank them enough at the time so that's what i try to do is just support yeah. others and you know but yeah no that was uh, <laughs> uh trying to to word it properly obviously it was not a great time yeah. you know in your 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 family's life and all that yeah. but it was a very special time in the group in regards to, yeah. like, like you were talking earlier, just the community. It's and like have, and that, have that support system and like, just knowing know. people care, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I, I'll show you the two groups that I'm in. Like, I'm in a wrestling group, and then I have been. I'm a I'm a Georgia Bulldog graduate. I went to UGA, so mm-hmm. I graduated from there, and I'm I've been in a football form where we just talk the football games since 2002. So you know, even back when it's like an old, crappy like um, <laughs> forum, and now it's yeah. like, like a forum now, but. Mm-hmm. I had more support from the wrestling group and I don't, and this is not disrespect to my real life people, but I had more people dropping money or just checking on me from the wrestling mm-hmm. group, from the Georgia bill group. Then I had like aunts and uncles and stuff like, and I'm not mad at them about it, but I'm just, but like you said, you go through this point and I'm like, really like, it's obviously a horrific thing. Like I can, I, every once in a while, I like the image will pop in my head and I have to shake it out. Cause it's, I don't want to think yeah, about it, right. but, but I remember, I still remember sitting in the hospital and like kind of like almost tearing up just because you're just seeing all these thousands of people checking in on you or helping yeah. you or just like, 
And you're like, these people don't know me, you know? Right. And so right. like kind of a humbling thing. And I think sometimes we go through life jaded because we, we stay on social media too long. Mm-hmm. We think everybody's like trolling or just a jerk for no reason. And then we're right. like, oh, the quiet majority are good human beings. Right. And, and when they get a chance, <clears throat> they do. So yeah. uh, I'll never not appreciate that. Right. Yeah. For, uh, for me, you know, um, your uh you know the thing with your daughter and when jerry cook's house um, yes burned mm-hmm. down were the two uh biggest moments that uh kind of opened my eyes at how special the group was and you know how supportive the community was for people so i you know yeah i agree it's, it's such a great yeah. great place it's and- like and i try to pay it back at once i can like every once in a while like someone mentioned they had lost their job and, and they weren't asking. They were just saying they were leaving the group. They didn't ask for any help. I just private messaged them and said, look, I got you next month. Next, you know, like, right. and, I, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying like, at this point, I feel like it's like a, it's like a Chewbacca life debt, man. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I owe the group something. And if it means me being nice to one other person who's going through something, even if it's not as serious as what happened to me, it's serious to them. And, and right. 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 Like you don't. Yeah, everybody has stuff going on in their lives, and they get affected by it differently. But you know, I think even just just being a part of the group, and you know, just being there and being supportive to people is is more than anybody can ask for. You know, and uh, it's and it's, it's special. Yeah, and sometimes people just need a place to relax. You know, like not be, like, get get away from might, get away from real life for a little. Their bit. job might suck. There, they might be having relationship problems or whatever. So it's just cool to go to a pretty good group of guys and yeah. girls. Um, who, um, yeah, what look out for each other? Yeah, yeah. no, I agree 100%. Yeah, no, like I said, I didn't you know, wasn't sure exactly like how much of that kind of stuff you'd want to talk about or you know, whatever, but um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that you were willing to to a certain degree because, yeah, yeah, again, it's it's really mm-hmm. what you know, one of the big things that makes the group feel so special, yeah, like I said. I, I've tried to like me and my wife have talked about it. we're working on like creating uh, joining another nonprofit group. Like I've tried my best to talk about it as much as I can to people because like the AED thing is like kind of like my passion now. Mm-hmm. That school district was very proactive about it. Some schools don't, but like they had one on like every hall and the field day was at the football field and they had put one at the footballs. Like so if they had decided to have that field day like behind the school at the track. Uh, she might have died because, like, you know, the, her heart stopped. I mean, it was yeah. when, when they hooked up the AED to her, it said shock immediately. And then it told them to start doing compressions or whatever. But yeah. I mean, um, but like all the play, like I said, but then afterwards, my school and like they had never used it before. <laughs> they bought them years, but they cost like I think they were costing like twelve hundred dollars a pop. And they had never had to use them before, thank God. But they did. Um, and then afterwards, they doubled the number they had. They they yeah. like bought even more. So like yeah, I'm talking about got awareness about it. Yeah. If you go to public places, I, I look for them now. Not like intensely. Yeah. I can kind of tell yeah. where they're going to be. Like well, Disney World, almost at every restaurant, when you walk around Disney World, they'll be right there in the corner. And like uh, the the doctors told me that less than 13% of the people who have that kind of event in, in the public, or like they call it the wild, survive. Right. Yeah. Less than 5% survive without brain damage. So she beat both those odds because of fast reaction. So like it could have been one more minute and it would definitely yeah over with so like i can't think that i mean i that nurse i can't my, my son is younger than my daughter who had the accident and, and they're both on the spectrum but he's a little but every time he sees the nurse he runs to her and thanks her for saving his sister so I, yeah. that, that gets me but um yeah but like in the real world i look around i'm like why don't you have them like everybody right. every place needs to have them just to yeah. say 
Well, because it's something, you know, you don't like me. I wouldn't even think about something like that until it happens to you. You know, it's one of those things because you don't know, you don't experience it and you're just going about your business. And But then when something crazy like that happens, you know, that just out of the blue, you're not expecting it. It changes your perception on things. And now you, you know, you look for those things. And and, and it's very important because literally it saved your daughter's life, you know, and. And I hadn't thought about it to write this now, but my, my one of my friends who was my former who was the former head football coach, the thing. So like he was big, well, he would run every day. He was really muscular. Well, like he was ignoring the fact that he was having chest pains for three months. Like mm-hmm. he was just so busy. Well, he had a heart attack and went into a like basically a vegetative state for two and a half years wow. until he finally died. And he was like, I'm 48, so he would have been it, when it happened to him, he would he was 46 or 44. Wow. And what I mean it, but like it was at the house, but like his wife was trying to save him. And like, she did to a point, yeah. you know, but like, I thought about it then, like if they had an AED, then immediately might could have might, I don't know. But like, I'm also that try to help guys with this ability. Like you got to learn how to like, take care of yourself. Oh, like, 100%. Trying to get better shape. But more importantly, you got to listen to your body. Cause like I said, he was in twice better shape than me, but he was probably on a lot more stress than me. And like, he just ignored chest pain for three, four months. And yeah, and now he's gone, you know, you know, so I try to help guys. Like, I'm like, I love, I love, I'm pretty like alpha on certain things, but like, I don't mind saying I'm wrong and I don't mind telling my wife when I need directions and I don't mind telling yeah. her if something's going on because sure. I feel like I owe it to my family to not have some macho ego thing about exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah. There's no point in, I mean, I'm just gonna say you, you can't be a badass when you're dead. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> You know, it's it's stupid, you know, and I mean, it's just shit. Even just every six months going and getting a checkup or whatever. It's very important. And um, the male ego has got it's caused a lot of good things, but it's also hurt a lot. Probably probably more bad than good, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I guess you pretty much covered like the main uh, questions. You said that the podcast, you discovered it, what, like four or five episodes in or something. Um, I mean, I remember, from, I remember avoiding all the FWF stuff at first thinking like, I'm not going <laughs> to like it. And the next thing I know, I'm like binging it on a Saturday by right. the pool. Oh, this is awesome. Like, right. so, but, uh, yeah, Probably but your I, favorite thing. And don't want where, to, where's right. it at? Why is it not back? Go <laughs> back through the Patreon app, like, for like months, try to find the first one I'd miss. But yeah, like I started collecting crazy then, like, you know, like, yeah. like Right now, I'm at the point where I feel like I'm over elite, and I don't mean that like, mm. but like I'm really into like the retro style, and I sure. really want, like hills and faces. Like I'm, I don't know, second second series has got a couple guys I'm interested in, like Raven yeah. and Tom Bunny, but I don't know if I want all of them. So yeah, I gotta, sure. so I gotta like balance that completest idea, you know. But like I'm, I don't know, I like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, just get them all. Yeah, so, you know, be, just, yeah. and, and then if you don't want them, get rid of them later. That's because probably, that's probably what I'm gonna do. Like I said, you know. I, I, what is that company who's doing like the Alex Wright or the Wonder Kid? Like, no, CW, it's like a it's like a British. They're all it's a bunch of British guys that I don't know. Wrestlers, yeah, I don't remember who's doing the Alex Wright, but, but anyway, I, I like that. I'm gonna. I'm a, you. You would. I never liked that guy wrestling when he was in w, w, WCW, but I'm like, oh, I want that guy now. I'm like, yeah. oh. you, you need it for your fig fed, man. Yeah, you know? I, I bought two Danhausens before I'd ever seen anything about. I like. I had never <laughs> seen a promo. I just saw the pictures. I'm like, I don't know this guy. But <laughs> next thing you know, they put him up for pre order. I said, I'll take two. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I got the Jeff Jarrett's. I'm waiting for them. You know. Nice. Uh, uh, I got all the superstars and, you know, um, yeah. I'm starting to get on the ultimates, but like 
like my classroom, by the way, like, so my wife at some point says I'm outgrowing my office. So like my classroom is like, there's no teacher, anything. There's no apples. There's, I mean, there's no <laughs> quotes. I have a whole bookshelf of like, I have an Obi-Wan Kenobi collection. I guess I've mentioned that. I haven't mentioned that. I, I, after a while, I decided to, to shrink my Star Wars down to just one character. And I'm always like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. So like, I have this whole, I got some sideshow collectibles of Obi-Wan. I got a bunch of the Funko Pops, the Star Wars Black Series. So I got a whole bookshelf of like top row of those. Uh, I've been started collecting those new ships that Star Wars came out. They're like these um, Rogue Squadron or something. But they're like all scaled down versions of with like really tiny figures of uh, uh, Jazzwares makes them though. That's the reason that they first popped up. Yeah. Yeah, Jazzwares does make them, so I do those. But I do have a whole shelf behind my podium where I've started putting all the uh, my ultimate figures. Uh, cool. So, I, you know, people go, "Are you worried about them stealing?" I said, ah, "Kids, I don't, I don't think that many kids steal." You know, I mean, I'm sure they do, but if they're going to steal things, they want somebody's iPod uh, uh, yeah. headphones. They don't yeah, want my kids they don't want nowadays. They don't even like toys. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, <laughs> they don't want if it. If they don't know who Junkyard and... Dog is. They don't want yeah. that. <laughs> they don't want my Stone Cold, uh, you know, from, on sitting behind somebody on the thing. So I, I don't. I just. I don't know. Who's I, the bald guy in the gold chain? <laughs> yeah, like there's I a kid. That. I mentioned this in the group one day, but I, I don't teach because I mostly teach 11th and 12th graders. But this young kid walked by the first day of school and he's wearing an NWO shirt. So I just threw up the two sweet to him and he did it back. But ever since yes. he's wearing like a wrestling shirt every day, That's and like I, and I don't know the kid, but like you know. I'm not trying to judge him, but like he was very quiet. I don't know if how many friends like, but I felt like, you know, if I say something, it, it's not just wrestling, but I saw something that he liked. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna look for him every day. If if that's the only that point of the day that someone's like nice to him, right? I want him to have that. So like, I have uh, if I see somebody wearing uh, like he was wearing a Ray Mysterio shirt one day, and I was like, well, can you do the six one nine? He goes, no, sir. I said, okay, I was just wondering. I can't either, you know. You know but whatever. <laughs> but if somebody's wearing sports shirts, like I have a kid I taught who's gonna go who uh uh is gonna go play for the florida gators next year and nice. I, and i told him i said you know how much i must like you if i would cheer for you and my that god-awful team you know yeah, i taught yeah. like i taught trayvon walker who's the number one draft pick last year which is a weird wow. so uh he was a cool kid so i'm gonna go down to jacksonville to watch a few games so, like my classrooms i got a chipper jones jersey for my mets fans i got a trayvon walker jersey he signed for me and then I got a bunch of action figures. That's all I keep in my classroom. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm at the point, too, where I'm, like, cutting down on elites and, and AEW figures, just getting, like, kind of, like, my absolute favorites. Yeah. And then, you know, get more of the, yeah, the these guys and, you know, this guy and, you know, these guys. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I love them, but I love the Major Venom so much. I mean, like, Me I got – I have yeah. every one right now, and – like except every for, everyone, every everyone except for the Danhausen. Yeah, I can. I'm not like I said. I'm not nuts. I I can judge if something like if I can get my money back or not. I'm, I, I you know how those kids get when we all get on whatnot. I'll laugh sometimes when somebody will pay sixty more dollars just because Matt sold it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I like Matt, but I'm not paying sixty more than it's. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but no, I, I don't know. I like them. I, I like the simplicity of the case that you can uh, take them out real quick, put it back in. You oh, know, yeah, I, yeah. I like cool. that. Like uh, <clears throat> and like you said with the relates, like I'll keep the legend guys, but if yeah. they meant something to me, and like yeah. I've always liked Cody. I bet you know I, I took my son to back when I, 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 I wouldn't say I was a Cody fan when he was in WWF the first time. I, I wouldn't, and I really wasn't into Stardust. But when he quit and decided to go on his independent little thing, 
he ended up wrestling at this oh my god like it's in barnesville georgia which is like 30 minutes from me and like an old empty school gym looked horrible condition dudes but dudes the ring sucked like i was like you could just look at the ring quality and like god bless them and then i had bought ringside seats for me and my son like i said he's autistic but he's a pretty smart kid he's just like does like noise so i brought his headphones and but we climbed into the ring and i remember he was wearing a joker shirt but it was actually curious george and it says why so curious on oh, it yeah, yeah. Nice. so brandy's there and she looks beautiful and you know like garrett 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 goes she's pretty i'm like well that, you're right and then uh <laughs> And Cody was there and Pharaoh was there. And so Cody let Garrett just sit there and rub Pharaoh's head for like wave a mask beyond the t- everybody else was waiting. <laughs> he was wearing a three piece suit in a shithole. And I just, I like that he was doing like what I call the, uh, the, the professional, like the Nick Bockwinkle look or the flair. Like you like, right. it. sure. Yeah. Or you dress it. So from that moment on, like I started really following Cody. And so like I got all his figures. Like I said, like you said with AEW. I, I'll be, Kenny Omega is a great wrestler. I just never bonded with Kenny Omega. You know, like you know, like every match that I love with Kenny Omega is almost that I like the other guy more. You know, yeah. even if it's Okada or if it's um, Jericho, like and I, and I got the Jericho figure, the one from the when he, in his in his Mexico days. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, that's a great figure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want one. But at some point, I just got to look at my collection and realize I don't need comma. Or I don't, you know, like, yes, well, yes you do. <laughs> I have, I'll sell them to you. All right. So, like, I have like, oh, I have like four totes. I, I put it in my tote. No, no, <laughs> yeah. so I got my wife's like, just smell the whole tote to somebody, you know, like, I, but I don't know. I don't, there's some people I love, but like, yeah, if they came out like, I'll, like in that new power town, I'll get the Magnum TA one because he was the first superstar that I was like, that I saw in action that I was like, He's going to go. That used to be the thing. If you were wrestling in WCW or NWA and you go, oh, he's going to go to WF and make a fortune, then you know they were big because you knew they were going to So it, it, right. it, I still remember his car wreck. It tore me up. And then, yeah. uh, but like, I'll get him, you know, don't really care about many of the other ones, but I need the carry. Carry's cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've, I've, seen, I've seen Carrie wrestle once ages ago, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but this was WCCW days. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, the Von Erics as a whole, uh, it would be a cool line to get. But like, oh, yeah. look, Power Town, like real right now, sounds like a pyramid scheme, and I don't mean it is. I'm like, I'm not being disrespectful to him, but like, no, you're right. It's I, all in the marketing that they've been doing. Yes. Like, well, the guy that's not like the guy's not like a hustler on the podcast. Like, oh, don't worry about the little details, like funding and production. Well, it'll be. <laughs> I'm like. But like I hope he proves me wrong so bad. Like I'm not angry yeah. about it. I'm just wary. Like right. No. Like, yeah. No. I. I. I get that same vibe. Like it all yeah. seems it's too like it's good. It's happening and it's whatever. But it. It just seems like they're. It's like a company that like they know what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. they. They're like. But they're. They're looking at it like from different marketing and business aspects that are like so different. Than what we're used to. Right. It's almost like, it, to use a bad analogy, it, it sounds like a guy who worked at like Ford in the yes. 70s and 80s yeah. and who was an expert then, but then retired and come back 20 years <laughs> later and hasn't seen the new technology, doesn't, just remembers yeah. how he did it in his day. Yeah. And he thinks it's going to be smooth. And that's the way I take it. Like, I, I praise his optimism, but yeah. it's just, I mean, like, I just feel like, I feel like I ordered that Jeff Jarrett from Zombie like five years ago. And I know it wasn't. It was like last year. But like, yeah. right. He's, if there's anybody who's on it and knows the production line and like he probably is breathing and uh, sleeping, making his figures, his zombies. Yes. And yeah. if it's still taking him this long to get 
those things because you can't control how it's going to be produced in some plant in Asia. Right. And then ship. So I just like, I'm going to buy what pre-order when they come out in September, but I'm going to be oh, like, yeah. I'm going to be like, okay, credit card. How long do I got protection on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm considering the, the bruiser Brody. Yeah. Um, out of this set, that would probably be the only one I get. Raven, I need ra- that. Oh Raven no, I, sorry. Out of the uh, Power Town. Oh Power yeah, Town. I'm sorry. And actually, yeah, the uh, so many. <laughs> the the zombie, the Bruiser Brody, maybe a couple others, but we'll we'll. But see. like I said, I, I I will be the first to. I'll I'll do it on my Twitter if I when they come out if Power Town comes out with them and they're immaculate, I will apologize for every bad thought I had. I just, <laughs> but I'm just cynical, thinking uh, I don't think this sure. is working. Sure. Well, speaking of of Twitter, you know, we've alluded to it a, a bit here and there, but um, you know, talk about like you know some of these bigger sites that you've ran, yeah, and how it eventually led to you know popvinyls dot com, and yeah. like you said, you you're verified on Twitter, you have over forty thousand followers. I mean, you've got a pretty cool thing going. So if you'd like to talk about some of that, please. Well, I mean, I think it's probably near its end. Like I'll probably sell it soon, but, but just because. But I'll tell you why. I mean, but at first I ran a site called Vinylmation Kingdom, but once they started wavering on that line, Disney wavering on that Vinylmation line, I changed over to a site called Disney Kingdom, and basically it was. If you remember the Disney Infinity video game, it was kind of like a bunch of collectible figures. They still make the figures yeah. that, that that style now for like yeah. sets. I had a couple just because yeah. they, they looked yeah. cool. Like I had a, um, a Tron Legacy mm-hmm. one of Oh, it's the only way I could wild. get Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, the game wasn't great, but my kid loved it. My kids loved it. But like all the figures were collectible. I picked up on that. And so I just sold it. And I decided it did well. But then my friend, a friend of mine ran it. Also helped me working for it, like as an editor, and then Roger uh, Palmer. He lives in uh, London, and I sold it to him. He also, had, I'll plug him for a minute. He has another site called What's on Disney Plus now. Like he was just at D23 covering that. He's done a great job of that. Like, we're friends, but uh, so I, I did Funko. I switched though. I had Pop Bottles and Diz Kingdom at the same time, sold Diz Kingdom. It was big at one point. I mean, I was the only site. I remember Diz Kingdom? Yeah. I had the, for, for Pop Bottles at one point, I was the only site out there. I, I I actually got verified before Funko did, which was just, just funny as I'll get out because when they first announced that your criteria, I just sent it in. But Funko's social media team at the time, this is I think this was after Yoko, um, whatever it was. They I, I remember them kind of being salty with me because I beat them to it. I said, "Don't get mad because I know how to hustle." All right, so uh, <laughs> but I did it. But to be honest, life has just changed. I mean, I have one kid who's getting married next September. I mean, next July. She's twenty five. She's graduating from college. Lindsay is my other daughter who's at Georgetown. But then the thing that happened to Audrey, then my son, I just like, I finally just realized I was making, but I'll be honest, at one point I was making more money off of Google ads than I was teaching. Wow. Wow. But then 50 other sites spread up and people who had more freedom at that point. And so like, it's probably like the, the name is worth it in the, in the, in the verified, I could sell it and make decent money when I decided to do it. But I just don't spend enough time on it anymore. So, like, I'm, like, trying to hype. But, like, I, I've probably posted more. I talk more wrestling on that Twitter or post more wrestling story. Uh, I started posting a little bit about wrestling figures on the website just because that's what I'm more into now. Mm. Right. But I, I really don't have the passion to create a wrestling website. There's too many good ones. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good just joining the community, not having the hassle. Right. But, um, but I'm at Pop Vinyls if you just want to, like, watch me randomly talk about football or wrestling or action figures. It, I'll do it. But like, I just, <laughs> but I, that I, was, 
that was a funny thing about like your Twitter bio that I saw. It's like, you know, uh, website, vinyl, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, also <laughs> go yeah. sports teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another weird thing. Like, I don't know if y'all ever, uh, like, you know, like if you're in music or something, like I'm really big into like football and like I played sports, but I was also into what things that would have been labeled as geeky or whatever, or nerdy when I was a kid, right. like action figures or, or science fiction or wrestling. I'm no, I, I don't fit in perfectly anywhere. Sure. So like, so it's funny to me, like I have groups of friends at work. So I get the coaches are talking to me. They, they're asking me things. I, I used to coach soccer. So I, 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 uh, I can talk sports. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I can talk. I can blend into the sports guys. But then like the drama guy walks in and wants to talk to me about uh, ring of power. I can go straight up sci-fi fantasy nerd. Like that's my favorite side, <laughs> you know, but I'm very like, I have friends in all these groups that don't like, that don't interact. I'm like the one constant point between like the, but, but this is who I am. I said, I've, I've never been fake. I like, I ain't going to hide who I am, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny. Like I, uh, one time some kid goes, Oh, you're one of those coaches. I'm like, I'm really not, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to, I care about kids. <laughs> you know, I teach more. I, I, I prefer to be called Mr. Than coach when I coach because I was a teacher first. And not, mm. not a, I didn't go, I didn't go into teaching for uh, to coach. By no means. Right. But, uh, I was going to say, um, you know, I, I, what I mentioned earlier, like that's that's kind of, I I followed that Pop Vinyls Twitter account, you know, for years, like o- over ten years now, and then I <laughs> I found out like, you know, like maybe last year that it was you who ran, yes. and I was like, oh shit, that guy's in here. I'm like, I use that like every day. Like, look, you know, I, I, I should I, look. I I break all the rules of how you should run a professional account. Like, I shouldn't mention personal opinion. I I don't care though. Like, I'm not trying to make like, it's your personal I, opinion. It's like I'm the I'm the boss, and if I'm not trying to make money, I'm just trying to be me. You know, like uh, if I make money, awesome. But like, yeah, it's if, not your fault the thing got popular. Maybe I'm too much of a narcissist to go to my private account with only five thousand people on it. Maybe that's just. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It was like you mentioned. It was like the go-to place for information. It's what I used whenever you know new things were announced, or you know, it's like, oh, I need that. You know, I I go to you all the time, and then. Yeah, but people, like you said, you stop going on as as much. So I. Yeah, well, like, well, there's other people who like who are smarter than me about like knowing how to make like automatic uh, alerts. Like I don't know, I couldn't tell you how to know that Hot Topic has just put their new thing online immediately. Like I, I right. didn't know how. And and I'm that I'm at that age where I like I don't want to learn more. You know, like yeah. I'm cool. <laughs> I, I know what I know. So, yeah. but like, I mean, there's sites like Dish Trackers. That's what I yeah. use now. Yeah. Yeah. All those for you. If you want something immediately, I just, I, I'm too busy, you know, like to, to provide that service. Like, I mean, there's, there's like, I use like, uh, Wario 64 to get my PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, nice. kind of there's people who are just smarter than me and I'm content with that. I'm all right. I just don't, I'm married. Yeah. No, it seems, you know, a lot of us, you know, would, uh, you know, go to different, you know, information sites, you know, uh, yeah. journalists, writers, whatever, yeah. you know, like it, it, from what you're saying, it sounds like, you know, you have a very like old school way of doing all of it. it you know, it's yeah. doing like the research, like real research, yeah. not something that just pops up, you know, with a tracker, you know, that has technology and to it, do it. And, and it would be kind of like how some of the, let me see how I put this. I had relationships with a lot of companies and I don't mean like they paid me per se, but like, I wasn't trying to burn bridges. Like, sure. Uh, yeah. Like I'm not like a dirt sheet, like trying to like, 
pissed. Even though I did piss off the young bucks one day, that was funny. All right, uh, oh boy. <laughs> well, I, I knew that they were. They were. I knew that the figures are coming. I had talked to one of the artists, and I knew that the Cody Funko Pop and the uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Buck Pops were coming. And I'd set on it, but then uh, the artist. I don't know. I don't think he liked one of the four, and I won't say which one, but uh, he was like, he's going to announce this later. If you decided to beat him at it, I'm not going to be upset. I, I, so I'm just guessing one of them was difficult to deal with. I'm, I don't know. Maybe he's, Or maybe he just doesn't like the wrestling. I don't know. So one night, uh, this is back when Nick and Matt like had their own, they did like a, I guess they still do, but a joint Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of a sudden one night, I said, by, by the way, guys, y'all said it long enough. This is, I guess it's a New Japan days. I said, the uh, the Young Bucks two pack and the Cody Rhodes pop or the Cody pop at the time and then the Kenny they'll be out saying, oh my god and Matt or Nick won like started blowing up my inbox not like being mean but like I obviously annoyed <laughs> that I beat him. To <laughs> He's like, hey man, that's cool. Um, I really wanted to announce that. And I said, well, you got more followers, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it'll go through, but like he was kind of, <laughs> but uh, so I, I, I texted the guy back going, You got me heat with Nick Jackson, brother. I said, right. um, <laughs> But um, that's funny, but like there's little things like that. Like, I think I can't, I mean, I, I wouldn't post it on the website because it's, I can't confirm it, but I really think WWF got pissed off when they made those four figures and pretty much told Funko that they would lose the license if they made AEW because for a while I thought they were coming because I kept talking to one of the artists and he goes, Oh, yeah, we're going to work on them. But then all of a sudden it died. I mean, it's been like yeah. two over two years. Well, and, and Matt has talked about that uh, a few times where, yeah, it just, there's something, there's some truth to it somewhere that, yeah. Something. I mean, like, I mean, first, my first thought was, well, it isn't like Marvel threatened to pull their line because of DC having one. Well, and right, right. But WWE right. could be a lot more petty, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a whole interesting thing. Like, not that I'm like trying to, yeah, you know, get into any sort of debate or anything like that. But man, like you know, what what kind of influence does does a WWE really have to to be like, hey, don't do this? Like that Funko would be like, you know what? You're right. We're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna do that. We'll yeah. be exclusive or or whatever. That, like that's. Yeah. I think most people think like back when Vince was running things, which just sounds weird to say, but. Um, <laughs> It's not even just Vince, because obviously Vince don't. If you tell Vince like the Funko Pop, Vince like, yeah, what yeah. Are you talking about pal? You know, like you don't know. But Vince I mean, didn't call Yoko and be like, "Hey, don't you dare do AEW Funko Pops." Yeah. But right. somebody down the line, and that huge machination of a bureaucracy they have is very much, very much what I call bulldog about it. Like they're like they don't they're protecting their uh, their rights and their uh, market share. Sure. Vince, so I mean, I mean, I mean, I think they're just following the old line of why like WCW could never do a Madison Square Garden, you know, like this. It's, they they just uh, sure, sure, it, right? It, it, but it's still just like it's weird. Like you said, you know, yeah. Marvel's not like pulling like this strong arm, going, you absolutely will not do DC characters, or you do not get the Marvel license, like. It's not a thing, right? It's not. And sometimes I think the WWE gets more paranoid about things. Like, no matter how, like, like hot. I mean, uh, the Young Bucks and Cody and them having shirts at Hot Topic, they still didn't sell one tenth of the amount of merchandise the WWF guys did. But the WWF still doesn't like the optics of them getting an edge in. So, which I mean, I mean, I I'm not going to fault them to a all. No, no, no. Yeah. 
Sometimes they can be a little over the top, but you know, at the same breath, they do weird things like let the hurricane wrestle it uh, in the hurricane gimmick on a AEW or at that time, the all in, I guess, paper. Yes. So yeah. Sometimes they don't care. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. They're like Ray Mysterio, too. He was in that yeah. show, and I was like, wow, that's so weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they got one WWE guy in that show, you know? And like that, like, I didn't, I like, I don't know if you listened to the podcast with Ric Flair describing his last match. It made me. Oh, I haven't. It made me actually like feel better about him than the actual match because the match scared me. But when he faked the heart attack, I said that's the most Ric Flair thing I've ever heard. But (laughs) but the reason I brought it up though is because. But then you got. I mean, Conrad has got like people from every major federation in one match, which is just insane to think about. Like the only other time is when we were younger. The only time we ever had that were like memorial shows or like like the Terry Funk show or the Mm. the Brian Hillebrand you know, when he had cancer, the former ref, you know, but like the fact that they pull that in, but, but yeah, if you haven't listened to Rick's podcast with Conrad, of just talking about it. Like he, he just basically talks about how, like, I thought he was dying in the ring. Like it was, I mean, mind you, I'm not 70 something years old, so I probably would have been too, but he was just really just talking about how he was dehydrated because he should have drank more. So I felt like, okay, well maybe he's, uh, you know, anyway, the, but that backstory behind it made me think about how the WF sometimes will be like, they'll let Rick do anything. You know, or mm. so I think it was pretty interesting. I would never want to watch the match again, but <laughs> no, it was a it was a fun one and done. Yeah, please don't do it again, Rick. No, yeah. <laughs> don't right. scare me. Last match, one more time. Last match, part two. No, but, but, right. but he, uh, not, this is total tangent off of what we're talking about. But the one thing sure. when people kept complaining about him doing it because of the Shawn Michaels match, well, that was Vince McMahon's decision for him to retire. Yeah. Right. And so when he said in this thing, he goes, I decided I wanted this. And so at that point, I'm like, you know what? He's insane. But like, that's valid. Like, it's right. easy for all of us to say, well, someone made you quit. And it's an awesome match, but you can't do it anymore. Because from our optics, you know, like that story was beautiful. Right. Sure. Right. But if that ain't what he wants, that's him. Like, it'd be like somebody telling you right now, you can't perform anymore. Even though I know Billy's really tired right now. It's like, let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up. I need to sleep. Oh, so- no, it's fine. <laughs> No, um, no, you're you're right. Like you know, look, we all to some degree over something get probably a little too precious over things, and mm-hmm. and you know yeah. want to just shut it down or this thing sucks or it shouldn't happen or whatever. But like, yeah, you know, you think about it, like Flair, like just consider that his retirement match from WWE. Yeah, yeah that's yes. fine. And, and you also have to look at it from the aspect too. That's a character. Even though yes. Rick, Ric Flair is a real person, that was the WWE character. You yeah. Know, not, not the man, Ric Flair. That's the character. So. Right. And like, but, man, I, I know that it's one of those things. Again, it's, it's different, uh, varying opinions, but mm-hmm. like, I would be so sad if I never had, uh, Ric Flair's TNA run in my life because he it was, was so just out of his fucking mind (laughs) and that's that's what i'm starting to do now like i miss like i i literally stopped watching wrestling for like a seven-year block no Mm. or maybe longer i like stopped after the after wcw was bought like Mm. about years afterwards like i missed like i love edge now but i I miss like most of his singles run like i had to go yeah but like the tna i never watched it but after listening to jeff jarrett's podcast Mm. I'm like I've been watching some on YouTube, but I think I'm gonna go sub- subscribe to the old Impact stuff just to like go back and like like you said, Kurt Angle and his uh, uh, big run there, or watch yeah. 
young Samoa Joe or, but like mm-hmm. I've seen the, I've seen the um, clips of like Ric Flair and Jay Lethal's little promo back and forth. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, I've seen that, but uh, uh, I haven't uh, like experienced like how it was or the young AJ Styles matches. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean like, you know, it, the TNA's early run, you know, like sure. It's, it's a small upstart promotion, little rough from time to time but man like there's just some really cool wrestling and kind of a hodgepodge of things mm-hmm. and then i'd say about like maybe 2006 seven ish somewhere in there like it's like it is hot yeah. like all the way through yeah 2014 15 ish like yeah it's seven eight i mean right around there it starts to like Oh man, it's really starting to get topsy turvy again. Of like, right. oh, is it getting sold? Oh, who's the, you know who's That's there? Who's not? Are people getting paid? Like, and now it's you know for the last year, two years or so, it's it's back at a, a really cool yeah. spot. And so like, I know it's you know maybe not possible to to watch every single yeah. thing TNA did, but man, there's some really there's some stuff great sure. stuff to to check out in there. If it wasn't for TNA, we would have never had Steiner math and that would be horrible. No. <laughs> not at all. It's so. it's crazy we're getting that AJ Styles figure from those days. Well, it was short. WCW just before oh, TNA, okay. but okay. he was so little in WCW like what, five matches maybe? Yeah, but yeah. it is a, a good cool. depiction of like yes yeah. his very first time yeah, as like he just started in TNA. Yeah. I, guess, I guess from a business point of view, there's I wonder. I said I said AJ must sell really well. Like all these figures must. I mean, they made a lot, so they must sell well. Yeah. But then uh, then I'm thinking Bill must really love AJ because like you know like that would have been if you would have told me to make ten AJ Styles figures, I don't think I would have ever once even thought that. So I thought that's cool. You know, like yeah. I would have. It would have ever crossed my mind to make the AJ from WCW figure. Yeah, no, I agree. It's pretty cool. He yeah. loves those wrestlers that wrestled in Japan for you know extended periods true. of time. Yeah. Sure. Stars in the Tokyo Dome. That's what he wants. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's why <laughs> I still don't have uh, Toxic Attraction uh, Elite. Because you know, I'm in, I'm in love with Gigi. I never saw her in my life the other day. I told my wife. I said I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm totally crushed. Oh on no, she <laughs> came on Amazing. my radar because she did some some dirty things in her oh. indie run. <laughs> But I was like, whoa. Too early for this. Come on now. Now she's on SmackDown. Let's save that one for the podcast after dark. Yeah, after dark. Well, and yeah, I'm not going to talk about it, but like one of (laughs) the main things she did, like that became kind of a gimmick of hers, is like, oh, yeah. Like, Uh one, it's like, pretty gross like right. and i'm I mean, like yeah. dirty i'm not even talking totally sexually dirty i'm box. talking like dirty i remember it now and i think jim Cornette ran it about that a few hundred times probably <laughs> and like i'm kind of surprised like wwe had to you know they look they have a <laughs> reputation they've turned their eye or not they like not turn their eye to like bringing certain people in because of gimmicks or lifestyles that they've had and like i was kind of like whoa i'm surprised that they brought her on i mean very much repackaged right, her right. and new name and all that but woo. i do think they have been more cognizant of like not holding things against women uh, agreed agreed when other men have gotten away with like violence so like i feel like like when the whole china thing happened or no excuse me not china when the whole page thing happened sure they were much more supportive than i feel like they would have been sure 10 years prior you know so yes somebody so somebody in the corporate didn't like the optics of just punishing girls. Cause I very much like it. I, you're right. The page thing I think is where it 
yeah. really turn things around because that was so time. against her will. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, WWE is just going to, you know, mm-hmm. screw her around and blah, blah, blah. Because, like, it's literally what they've done with everyone else like that. But, you know, like, good on them. It, it was. And, like, I, I guess it's the dad in me now. Like, obviously, she didn't want that leak. But I feel bad thinking about, like, how women are treated. Oh, yeah. Or, like, blame for everything when it's obviously there was other people involved in that situation sure. who weren't getting the blowback. So right. I almost felt like I had to be like a paternal, like if somebody would like trash her or something like online, I would defend her because I felt like I'm going to be her dad online, I guess, because, uh, by the way, that shows your age when you stop looking at a young, attractive person and think how beautiful she is. And she goes, she should probably put, she should probably wear a sweater. It's cold. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a dad now for the summer. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about another sponsor of ours, uh, JPDCustoms.com. JPDCustoms.com. Following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 Black with the Purple Inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com uh, yeah, you know, it's obvious, like, it's been talked about as as our Patreon uh, subscribers can see if they're watching. Um, you know, there's these uh, Bret Hart sunglass decals. Uh, That's that, right. That Andrew they, has, that Jake has a video on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And um, if I actually uh, just had those glass, those, that bag in my hand yesterday, um, and I, I was going through some of my Bret Hart's, and uh, I actually realized that i have the wrong glasses oh, on one of my bret hearts no. so luckily i do have the new three pack so i do need to i need another set of actual bret hart sunglasses so i can fix that and correct that so yeah so anybody who needs uh you know to fix up your bret hart figures because we all know that you do visit jpdcustoms.com uh for that and then also make sure you check out all his other great items for sale on there um there's uh, all the um, the Hasbro style figures that he custom makes there, and there's the uh, AEW title decals that he has, and there, there's there's actually quite a few things there. There's the uh, card holders as well, which is really cool. So so visit uh, JPD Customs and uh, check out all his amazing amazing items. <laughs> That's right. And uh, well, so we're recording this on a early Sunday morning. Recording it. We Curtain. typically uh, do this like a later Tuesday up. night. I mm. fucked up. And <laughs> hey, you know what? We forgot to do. A- Andrew had the ball and he dropped it. It's just, yeah, like like Billy said, we recorded on a, a Sunday. I'm so used to, you know, putting them up either, you know, at the latest Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And I. Uh, That's okay. I had a yeah. fact. But uh, so no questions this week. Yep. No. No gift skis, but uh, uh, Matt, 
Yes, sir. Something that we've been doing on the show is we've been oh, uh, shit. sending people hunting with Husvar. Right. Because he has a, a slightly <laughs> psycho collection. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's so nervous. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> make it make it challenging but realistic. You seem to have an idea, know your your stuff about like what figures exist and what wrestlers have figures and stuff. So, um, uh, Matt, if you if you can pick a wrestler, and uh, again, realistic. If it's they've only ever had one figure ever, and it's yeah. you know a Japanese release, well, maybe don't do that one. Okay. But, um, Let me see. Challenge well, I, far to see if he might have one. Well, we need more of these guys, so maybe this is a little rare, but they're very popular. How about a something Midnight Express related? Ugh, you win this week. I don't have any Midnight Express. <laughs> All right, I'll pick, a, I'll pick one with more no, no. Now, I, I can pick one with more. I was going to uh, say, about, what? how much do they? I think they just have the know. MTC. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe they need to. All right, how about... Uh, Pick somebody else, WCW related. Um, oh man! <laughs> well, all right, I'll pick somebody that they had a run ever. How about uh, either Rick or Scott Steiner? How about that? <laughs> I went a little bit more uh, known. How about that? Sure. And I don't think he. I, I could be wrong. I don't. Obviously, he has something, but I don't think he has much. So I, I think something like that is. is I think he has. I think he has a Steiner Hasbro. The Rick Steiner, I think he just got it. He's like, I just got a bag full of stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking he has one of the uh, so Rick loops. Steiner's. This bag is from my first trip to Toy Ohio. So, <laughs> you know, I got like stuff like that in there. I got like. Wait, when was your trip? When you, was you, that you trip? Gotta, you got to like say what you're ago. pulling out. Two, you have, most wait, people sorry. don't you, see you the have a bag just sitting on a floor from two Tana years Elizabeth. ago you haven't went through yet? I got like a little uh, anvil. I got a little Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He's got that one. Yeah. I got a little Junkyard Dog. I and I him. got a little Steiner. Oh, go. okay. Okay. Yeah. I was That's thinking right. the WCW Steiner, but y'all yeah. know that Rick Steiner in Georgia now is besides being a realtor, he's on like the school board of Cherokee County. So can you imagine going to challenge the dog face gremlin like in a school oh. board meeting? He just puts you in a headlock and like, no, brother, I'm not doing this. <laughs> That's funny. Do you ever <laughs> run not, into him, have interactions? No, nah, he's a little north of me, but oh, I, have, okay. I have, I did go by the Shoney's once that Scott Steiner ran before he, mm. uh, before the was, pandemic. That's uh, funny. But uh, I was like, who's going to complain about your meal there? I'm like, right. that's great, sir. All right. <laughs> <Nope>. sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rick Steiner, uh, like clockwork, um, sends uh, Ronnie Bosch that's on yeah. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Happy, oh, yeah. happy birthdays every every year for like three, four, <laughs> five years now or something like that. <laughs> Like, that that's that awesome. Rick Snyder seems like a pretty pretty what a nice guy. What a nice guy. What a nice yep. guy. A little math math expert. There we go. No, wrong no, Snyder. His brother. Oh, sorry. Rick Snyder sucks in your, your hand. <laughs> Probably not actually. That is the other way around. <laughs> no, he's really good at math. No, I I know. I know. <laughs> In in wrestling world, especially according to me cuz I I I followed oh, that 20. Um I know, I know. 
the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, <laughs> you just hit your face. <laughs> I hit the brim of my hat. Hit uh, uh, JYD. Oh, which JYD? The uh. Oh, the the retro, not the uh, uh, LJN. No, yeah, I put them back in the bag. Got it. <sighs> For another two years. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now he's just playing with his. I did Part like two, Marty McFly. I did like the Husvar knew what white plastic bag was the one he got from Toy Hio. I, 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 I did, <laughs> that was pretty impressive. I was like, that was for it. Like that's it's the Toy Hio bag. It, it, you know, it, it he might two years ago. he might have like a, a mess on his hands, but he's like it's organized. organized. There's, a, there's a method to He like madness. knows. Yeah what all of the mess is <laughs> like my mom will will be like oh like clean up this mess or whatever like and then she'll move shit and i'll be like mom what the fuck like you know this mom, is, mom the meatloaf mom like this is organized like a certain way like i i knew what i was gonna do with it like now i have to start all over again Ma! Oh, no. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Matt, um, I don't know. This was fun. Uh, yeah. It was informative. Got to learn a lot about you, your, yeah. your family, your collecting, your your work stuff, all of it. Like, yeah. uh, it's been fun. Yeah, and I really liked how you, you know, kind of did the help Matt get in, in touch with Yoko. And uh, yeah, that was. I, that was I, want really that cool. shirt. I want that shirt made now. Uh, I got Matt his uh, Funko. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> all right, so uh, that's Funko what and Super Seven. That's right. Yes, I will. I'll start taking credit for everything. No, it'll be. It'll have to. Be, well, we should just do. We should do a math shirt. It'll be Matt plus Matt plus Yoko <laughs> equals Funko. Yes, yes. And then on the back, you can say you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, now I can accuse Matt of creating a brand behind my back. I was yeah. helping you out. Yeah. I was just kidding. But uh, yeah, I'm glad yeah. for. I, I'm, hey, thanks for letting me on. I said y'all all of great course. guys, and it's oh, just thank, uh, you. thank you. It's thank just. You. Uh, you know, sometimes it's cool just to talk and hang out. Like I said, yeah, I can I can stay on topic or I can go on any topic. I'm pretty rambling. I can yeah. do it. <laughs> no, and that was no, that was that's what what was fun about it was like yeah, it's an easy transition into yeah topics. You know, just very easy natural mm-hmm. conversation that talked about. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, y'all might be the same now, but I feel like I mean, until Triple H like took back over, I hadn't watched Raw or SmackDown. In like six months, I mean, I'd watch mm-hmm. the pay per views mm-hmm. or whatever, but sure. like, but I'm in the group every day, like, so like, yeah. like the wrestling figure, love, or the especially during the pandemic, kind of kept things going when the wrestling might not be what I was excited about, but right. the, mm-hmm. the collecting is still fun, yeah, so, yeah. And definitely. and thank you, but not thank you for helping me get my many, 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 many Funkos throughout the years. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, I'm purging I, now, I'm getting rid oh my of God. Almost I got, all of them. I, I am selling. I I have a teacher at work who's really getting into it, so I feel like I'm his drug dealer. So he'll walk. <laughs> so he'll walk in my like he walked in my room the other day and just started random randomly looking at all these different collect like uh, this one hundred dollars uh, Anakin Skywalker Funko Pop and all these others. Yeah. Next thing you know, he wrote, he had wrote me a check for four hundred dollars for like a whole box, and I'm like, nice doing business with you, buddy. And I'm like, I don't even feel dirty about it. I'm just like, I got to clear out some stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So to- let me know when you get your paycheck next week. I got more. <laughs> Once a month, hey buddy, got something for you. Right. I'm- I'm trying to sell my my three thousand dollar one and my nine hundred dollar one and just get that get that money for. I, I one year I paid for a whole Disney trip for four kids with just selling Funko Pops. They were all, they were in a box. Like I yeah. I had 
I had a Darth Maul hologram when I still have one, but but it's worth a few thousand. And then I had a a Princess Leia one holding when she was wearing, when she was the bounty hunter with a mask off. It was the like Bausch, yeah, yeah, she had like a Comic Con exclusive. It was it it had actually sat on my shelf in my classroom for a year and a half, and it was worth nine fifty. I was like, whoa, I didn't know it was that much. I just took it back <laughs> off the shelf and sold it. <laughs> <laughs> See, if those kids really like, did want to steal anything if they knew any better. Right. This is why I'm the you teacher. Gotta, you got you to teach those kids better. What I tell the kids all the time, they'll ask me, how, they'll just start looking at them like, well, how much are they each? How much have you bought? And they'll say it that way. So I have to no sell it and go, oh, no, I know somebody at Funko and they just mail me these for free. Oh, they just give them to me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're not worth anything. None of these, these are like leftovers. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't tell them how much they're they were worth. Them them yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's worth like three bucks. Well, do you know how many candy bars that would buy me? <laughs> I was like, one king size. No, sometimes, like last year, I have a bunch of figures that weren't worth trying to sell. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're going to get lower in the retail. So yeah. I just started handing them out to kids. Like, Who wants it? I was just like sitting there bartering. I gave out like 30 like Marvel Pops. I didn't care. <laughs> Like, it wasn't worth me shipping it with people being right. like hot snobs. I was like, here, just take them. And they were like, yeah. hey, you want some I'm like, you're welcome, kid. I was like, <laughs> you helped me empty a box. It was all right. <laughs> That's cool. Um, Man, now I'm trying to think. Uh, what, what was each one of your first Funko? Oh, God. And even I have to like, oh, man, I forget. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember mine. It was uh, Bank Robber Joker from Dark Knight. Which is worth like a couple hundred dollars now. I am looking up the price. Y'all can keep talking. I'm gonna tell you yeah, how it's worth now. I have I know which one it is though. Yeah, how do you been it is the first Funko Pops that ever came out were released at San Diego Comic Con and they were DC. It was Batman, yes. Superman, and Green Lantern. But uh they had a glow in the dark Green Lantern. Yeah. And I'm trying to see if I can find what the current price of it is. Uh, it is a lot. Uh, it's in a clamshell and it's not even in, it's worth about $2,300, I think. Yes. But I had a friend who was at San Diego Comic Con, and this is back before Funko got big. And so he goes, Hey, I know you like Batman. You want me to pick you up something? He just took a picture and I said, Yeah, just give me, give me all. So he got me two of each. Oh, wow. Jeez. And I didn't know that he, and so he, and then he came home and he mailed them to me. And, like, and so this is before the box. They were in like clamshell and you had to cut them out. It wasn't like an easy case. But uh, yeah, if you got it still on the clamshell and you've never taken it out, um, I have one still on the clamshell. It's it's in a it's in my storage unit. I just keep it safe. I'm gonna sell it eventually, but you know. Yes. But uh, I, those DC, I had those, and at one point I tried to collect every Batman. But if you ever know Funko, they what they have like I probably I gave up at one point. There were too many. Oh, <laughs> so they have yeah. like oh, yeah. Yeah. variants like, of variants, and then there's like. <laughs> all these different paint schemes it's insane and no, comics balls. that i never knew existed that right. I, was, right. I was like okay all right and then you know so those that was definitely my first ones and then yeah. uh um and then i went to star wars after that yeah you know i think my first one my wife was uh you know every time she would go to the store she would always you know text me like hey you know what about these figures or those figures and then she's like oh check out these funkos and i'm like nah i'm cool i don't i don't want to get into those and then she's like, you probably like them, though. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm cool. And then, well, she ended up, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think she got me the two-pack of Sting and Lex Luger. Because oh. she took a picture of it, like the WCW-style one. I'm like, dude, these are actually pretty cool. And then it kind of just opened the floodgates there. And I know she got me, like, the Million Dollar Man. And then, uh, you know, so then I was like, okay, I'll just stick strictly stick with the WWE Funkos. And that's it. 
Well, then like mm. the Ghostbusters ones came out, so she got me those, and then uh, then there, yeah. Um, actually, I never got any Back to the Future ones, uh, oh, but they're really? they're yeah. I ended up I started Batman ones, and then she she got the Power Rangers, and um, there was like you know Lord Zed and Rita and the all the Rangers and all that, and then uh, yeah, it just it just went crazy. So and then like I got basketball ones now. They're just <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I think. I think mine might have been in Edward Scissorhands. That's one of the first ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was an early one. Yeah. So I think that's what it was. I was going to tell you this real quick. I said, if you don't need it, you can cut it. But like my wife, because her, you know, making the customs, uh, she would help me out by like, she made me a mankind bef- way before, like years before. Like oh, she wow. made a little glove on the hand. I just, I, I'll, I'll send you all the pictures of them. But yeah, I would yeah. love to see them. She, like, cool. I, like, I have no talent. And I love watching some people are like he painted all the tattoos on a Dave Batista one for Dave Batista and like, wow. like do it all on his. I mean, like I was watching her do it and like she did him and uh, she had made a mistake for somebody before, like the you know from Marvel. Oh yeah. And then, um, but she's made some for like celebrities over the years. Like she's she made junk junk uncle for Bobby Monahan. Like he <laughs> found her online and she made him one. And then Kevin Smith, she made Kevin Smith a couple before. Oh, he, I think I've he, seen those a long time yeah, ago. Wow. Yeah. So like she would I, like she make I have one of my collections. She made me a Paul Heyman with a ponytail like <laughs> before the Brock Lesnar came out. And so I just keep him up. It's kind of like a it's kind I kind of told, told told her a Makina mashup. He's more like got the he's wearing a suit but got the ponytail and I really feel like he's more like ECW look with that look but yeah. whatever I, I'm, right, but, right. <laughs> like, I remember Noelle Foley saw my Mick Foley and she's like oh I gotta get one for my dad you know it's a little things like so yeah. uh, it, it became part of it was that I loved showing off her stuff because like, yeah. she's, she's so talented at making things That's awesome and then uh, but like when she but Zach's is the one she probably made the most of um, but yeah I'll send yeah. you some pictures of some of the things she made if yeah, you want to share them yeah, no, I, I have a feeling that at least a couple of them are gonna be like, I've seen this. Yeah, right. It, yeah. I had like she has a, like I said after my daughter's thing and before then she had had surgery so she doesn't really cut. We're just busy. Like I would love. Sure. I wish I was independently wealthy so she could just paint all day long because I just I just like watching her do it. But uh, it's yeah. just fun watching mm-hmm. uh, people get excited about something that yeah. Um, like somebody you would consider famous, like Kevin Smith, would like going, dude, this is great. Yeah, you know, like that's so good about it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Super cool. All right. Well, Matt, uh, thank you so much for, for being on. And, yeah, and Thank uh, you, man. Thank you. No problem. Y'all keep doing good work. Um, Appreciate you. I'm, I'm going to visit that sponsor you show with the sunglasses. I need those. I, I, those are pretty oh, cool. Yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't seen yeah. those. Oh, yeah. Hi, brother. There you go. There you go. I yeah. said, I'll, I'm going to get those. Those are nice. There's well, another one. If you want to. There's three colors. They do. They they're legit. If you go to our YouTube page yeah. and just look up the uh, MWD calls, I do a video on it, and they they're yeah. so sick. Somebody yeah. somebody made me a Bret Hart. Well, not, they didn't make it for me. Sorry, they sold it on Toy Vomit's whatnot. A custom Hasbro Bret Hart, but it was based on some other parts. But okay. it, it looks really good. But those glasses will make it look awesome. I want to look at those. Yeah, there's some yeah, other it's color so good. There. Yeah. It's, like, it's reverse. I can't do. Yeah, it. I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, you know, I'll I'll send you the link or something too, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but like, you yeah, know, I I don't like I don't really I don't collect Bret Hart or anything. But like, I watched Jake's video and just like like legit like the sheer like joy and enthusiasm he had out of it. And you know, yeah, he's man. very meticulous with what he does, and he's like 
it, it you really do get a good idea of like how yeah. much nicer these make those glasses. Oh, yeah. it, it right. makes the figure. It's just it's just that it's it's literally just a little sticker, you know. But it literally makes it. It's like exactly what it needed to just make it legit. Yeah, so. yeah, it's cool. All right. Well, yeah, thanks to you guys. Yeah, yeah thank no you, problem. sir. Thank you Appreciate so it. Husfar, take us out, please. Play my fucking music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, claim all that merchandise. 